Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to another episode of Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts and explore deepening truth in support of the path to unity and enlightenment. I am Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be looking at autism, ADHD, and spirituality. What are sensitive children telling us? Mm-hmm. Some sources say children with autism and ADHD are on the rise, while others believe the number of people diagnosed has increased dramatically since the 1960s at least partially due to the changes in diagnostic practice. In the developed countries, the number of children diagnosed with autism more than doubled between 2000 and 2017. Purported causes of autism range from risk factors during pregnancy, such as rubella, toxins, alcohol, cocaine, pesticides, and air pollution, to postpartum influences, such as vaccines. Treatments vary from speech therapy or behavioral interventions to antidepressants and Ritalin. Yet in all our study of ADHD and autism, the spiritual or energetic component has been virtually ignored. Mm-hmm. Why this rise in hypersensitive children? What can we learn about energy and spirituality from them? 
How can a better understanding of the spiritual or energetic components involved help us appreciate and support them? With us this hour to explore this controversial topic is Chris Cress Spicer, Reiki master, teacher, certified body talk practitioner, and certified body talk access trainer. Her training with children includes an NNEB nursery nursing diploma. Her website, infinitebodytalk.org. Chris, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What is an NNEB nursery nursing diploma? <laughs> so basically, um, I studied... When I finished my O-levels in England, I went to college and studied nursery nursing, like in-depth development of children from babies through to seven years old, including special needs as well. And so that allowed me to work in the school board. And, you know, was, I really enjoyed learning about it because it was very in-depth. How, how long of a study is it? Was it a two-year degree? Two, two years, years. Mm -hmm. yeah, two, yeah, two years, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your experience working with uh, learning delays in autism and ADHD. Oh, <laughs> well, I, it's been a lifelong passion for me. Uh, basically, after I studied the NNEB, it allowed me to work in school boards as a student support worker, um, which has been like, um, it's been over 25 years, I've had experience working in different school boards as a student support worker. So I've been hands-on in the classroom, supporting children with autism, supporting children with learning delays, supporting children with ADHD, autism, a whole bunch of different things. So it's allowed me not only to support them on an academic level as a, in the classroom, as a student support worker, but also to connect with them and learn about them on an energetic level, because I think um, this has been a big area that is really misunderstood. And I think when I've talked to different school boards about it, you know, people have observed children in my company and he's like, they seem to mellow out and he's like, they can't understand why. And I said, because it's an energy thing. Children are energetic beings and they're picking up on our energy all the time. Yes, so and we're going to... We're going to yeah. get into that much deeper yeah. through this this yeah. uh, interview because that's my main point of interest here. Um, but would you mind telling me, during the time that you have been working in the classroom, that's been quite a few years, have mm. you noticed an increase in the oh. incidence of children with ADD, Ex ADHD? Oh. Every other child has it. <laughs> it's sad, but I mean, it's like they... You know, like even like in the last couple of years, it's like in every classroom, there's at least three or four children with autism and at least half of the class has got ADHD. So, I mean, it's just been in the last couple of years exponential, the amount of children I've noticed with that. Yeah. And the school yeah. boards aren't equipped to deal with it either, right? They're going the old way of like, you've got to sit down and do this and do that. And it doesn't work anymore. It seems to be failing our children across the board, whether they have learning disabilities or not. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So a little different topic here. Mm -hmm. What is body talk? 
Body Tox is um, a combination of osteopathic, chiropractic, Vedic, Chinese medicine and Western medicine principles all mixed together. And it's created by John Veltheim. And the belief is that your body has an innate ability to heal itself. And then by connecting to your body's innate wisdom using muscle testing, I'm able to ask your body and find out what the priority is at that present moment in time. And it's able to release the issues that are going on. So I work, Body Talk's great for working at everything like epigenetic levels. I work with ki- uh, quite a few kiddies with autism and ADHD. Well, like we're gonna, 12- I'm going to have to back you up a little bit. Yeah. Um, for those of us that don't know, what mm-hmm. is epigenetic? Okay, so epigenetic is um, working at the family lines. Like we, off- we can inherit traits. We can inherit emotional states like depression or anxiety. Sometimes we can have like anger traits or grief traits coming down the family lines that we actually express. And it's not always our thing. It's coming down the family line. And then also epigenetic could mean like experiences going down the family line, maybe some trauma, maybe the families were in wars years and years ago, and it's coming down now into this generation. And it's affecting them like an emotional level, could be anxiety, depression, sadness, or extreme anger, or extreme emotions. And so, things so like this that. is actually carried through the genetic line, like through the yeah. DNA. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then the other question I had is, would you mind telling us what muscle testing is? You use yeah, it diagnostically. Sure. What is it? Sure. So basically, when I'm using muscle testing, I'm using my arm or the client's arm. And I'm asking yes or no to find out questions all the time. So I'm always asking the client's body, what is the priority? Is this a priority? Yes or no? And then how, it, how, it, do, you, how do you use the arm? It, how do I use the arm? Because it's a very subtle, like, I feel it in the muscle. That yes means um, the muscles of the arm are soft. And no means the muscles of the arm are um, rigid. So that yes is yes, it's like, okay, yes, I could go ahead with that, no, and it's a firm no, I could feel it in the muscles. They contract to say no. <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. So yeah. what what is Reiki? So Reiki, I've been doing Reiki for like 29 years, <laughs> um, since 1994. So Reiki is like the connect is, so Reiki is connecting to the universal life force energy like chi is in Chinese, reiki is in Japanese. Um, It's a Japanese form of energy healing. Um, And it's a very ancient form of energy healing. So basically what it is, when um, you become a reiki master or reiki practitioner, you become attuned through an attunement to receive the reiki energy. And that's like opening you up to receive more divine love and light and connecting to the universal levels of light. And then bringing that through and it grounds out into the earth. And then the energy comes out through your hands and your feet. And then as each level, you study each level, you learn symbols which empowers the Reiki energy. And also it sort of works on every level, like physical, emotional, mental, spiritual levels. It opens you up. Like I, I get all five senses when I'm working with people now because I see everything and I hear everything because I've been working with the energy for so long, since 1994. 
So where where is it coming from? Is it is it from the oh, earth it's, itself? Or? No, the energy. So basically, the Reiki energy is coming from the universal source, the God source, the higher divine wisdom. It's it's not my energy. It's universe God source energy. Like I'm connecting to the universal source or God source, whoever it is up there. We're bringing that energy straight down through me. Have there been any scientific studies done on the effectiveness of Reiki or body talk for that matter? Yeah, they have actually. Um, they've actually done studies on how um, effective Reiki is on use for using for anxiety and things and ADHD and autism. And yeah, they've actually proven that it, it has a calming energy because it's it's just connecting up to the God energy, right? The universal energy and you're opening yourself up to receive. And it's like bringing in a very calming and loving energy. And when it comes out of you, you feel very relaxed and calm. And they've actually done studies where on children with autism and ADHD, where they've been able to focus better and feel more relaxed because sometimes anxiety is a big issue with children on the autism spectrum. I'm worried. Is it, is it as simple as you being able to um, uh, calm yourself and they pick up their cues from you? Or is there more to it than that? Um, there's several things. I mean, our energy has a major impact on the other people, the children. And if we're in a calm place, then you can actually calm the children down. I mean, there was one time there was a child freaking out, having a meltdown in the classroom. And, you know, I no, you couldn't talk to it because the child was getting quite violent too. So I just stood there and just closed my eyes and just stood about like three or four feet away just to hold the space for the child. And the child was nonverbal on top of that. So it was just like, you know, they've got to do their thing. But then I just sent, opened myself to the Reiki flow of energy and just sent love out to the child. And Well, we're going to have to leave. This is, it is time for a commercial break. Chris and I will return shortly. So don't go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. 
So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. MissionEvolution.org. Our guest this hour is Reiki Master Chris Spicer. Her website, InfiniteBodyTalk.org. Chris, we were talking about the effect that we can have on um, uh, children that are going through a meltdown simply by uh, being mindful of our own energy and what mm-hmm. we're providing. How many times have you seen this effect and is, has, is it been studied? I, you know, I don't think it has been studied. I think it's people are realizing more and more now. Like, I used to have behavior consultants come into the school board and watch me and say, well, what is it you're doing that's different? And I said, I, the only thing I'm doing different is that these children are energy. They're picking up on our energy. They're super sensitive to it. And, you know, we can actually affect them far greater by with our energy then well i mean every child is very very sensitive but we have to be really aware of how we're feeling and how we're doing and not project you know if we're feeling having an off day we need to sort of step out and bring ourselves more into a balanced space and having the energy component is is a really big piece i feel that's missing out of the schools and working with children and you know because we're all energy beings and especially with the energies rising and everything a lot of children right now are having a, a lot of issues like with behavioral issues and meltdowns and not being understood and it's a lot of the issues is that you know on an energy level they're picking up on everybody else's and reacting to it and acting out on that we, you know i can understand this because our survival mm-hmm. <laughs> as a species and a lot of mm-hmm. animal survivals depend mm-hmm. upon them being able to read what's going on with the pack or the clan totally. and find their safe spot you know um, is there a predator out there somebody else is picking up you watch yeah. that in animals all the time they communicate and they have to be communicating through something because they're sure not talking to each other <laughs> so i can understand that but why do you think it's getting so much more so so much more intense you know a lot of the children are misunderstood too i think that a lot of children who are labeled adhd or autism 
are you know placed in like a label and just like they need to learn they need to have ways of ex being able to express themselves differently i mean when i work with these children in the school board i was sometimes communicating with these children telepathically like because to calm them down and you know it's like because reiki's opened me up to my intuitive intuition more and my psychic abilities and things i can i like i can sort of send like um, a picture like there was one child i was connecting with in the school board and you know he'd send me pictures of like yellow triangles and circles and that was his calming thing for him and i just like sort of look at his third eye and send that to him and he'd calm himself down and so i think that they have alternative means of communication and a lot of issues around that is that we're not communicating at their level and they're also very high spiritual beings a lot of these children too who are sort of working at a higher level of consciousness so the um you know not everybody is a reiki master no, or no. trained in body talk what can you suggest for teachers and parents um how can how can we without that training uh, mm -hmm. be more mindful of our energy and how it affects the children around us I think like being able to being mindful of how we're feeling all the time and meditating helps too. like mindfulness and meditation are really important for everyone now. I think to do if you're going to if you've got children or if you're working with children, because, you know, children are getting more and more sensitive and it's the old ways of dealing with things aren't working anymore. So, I mean, I, I'm working in a school sometimes and, you know, I'll go in and I'll teach the children just to listen to the breathing and put some nice music on. Even if the pet, you know, even if you're not trained in Reiki or anything, just connecting to a higher vibration when you feel like you want to lash out at your child or children. And it's so easy to do that because we're human, right? <laughs> and we still have those emotions. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm aware of that too when I start to feel like that. In You know, when I've worked in children in school boards, I'd have to back off and sort of rebalance my energy and come back into the situation again. But it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's, playing nice music and getting into that calm place or feeling things that feel good for you too. getting your place and, you know, feeling good about things, making yourself feel good is a doing activities that feel good. You know, and you know they, um, I've interviewed a couple of people on the show, uh, mm -hmm. one particular gentleman, they've started this whole uh, thing where they're replacing detention with meditation and yoga. That's awesome. And I guess it is so effective. So this is, pretty much what we're looking at is a, yes, a different approach, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally it is. Because I've worked a lot with self-regulation in the school boards over the years too. Um, basically, because, yeah, it's, I mean, the old ways of doing things aren't, aren't working. And, you know, sometimes I have to teach children because a lot of the time too, children with autism, sometimes children with ADHD, learning delays, they're not grounded in their body and their energy is like way high and you know it's it's like it's great to feel excited but it's, then you've got to sort of learn to ground and regulate yourself so sometimes I, I'd have to do like workshops and things with kiddies and I do that here too where I teach them how to ground their energy and to come back into the body and you know to ground to the earth because being grounded is really important. Yeah, that's something we really have taken out of the school systems, and we don't offer it anymore. I mean, it used to be that, you know, children work in the little, you know, the kitchen garden in the back, yes. and, you know, yeah. there was a lot more earth connection, and we've gotten away from that. I wonder how much that has to do with this uh, rise in overly sensitive children. 
Mm, yeah you know that's a really good point because I, I feel that getting back to nature and getting a hand in the dirt and you know also what I've noticed two of the years specifically in the last like five years is more children on the computers more children have iPhones more children aren't you know they're not connecting to the earth they're more connected to their computer and other electronics which I actually feel has an effect for sure yeah. Now, you've worked with both Reiki and Body Talk with autistic yeah. children. Yeah. What, what what prompted you to do so? Were you already in nursing and how'd you get how'd you make that jump? Um it's just a passion of mine. I love children and I love working like I work with adults too, but I just have a very con- special connection with these children. And I, you know, I've learned a lot from working with autistic children and children, you know, children with ADHD and things. And it's been a real gift being able to experience their energy and everything. So from that, I wanted to sort of learn about ways that I could assist them to help themselves, right? Because it's all about them helping themselves. They need that sometimes they haven't got the skills to to do things. So we need to sort of teach them how to do things. So are both Reiki and Body Talk something parents can learn and easily employ? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Reiki is especially, um, is, I mean, very easy to learn as well. Like you could do it every day on yourself. And Body Talk, you can learn too. I mean, I use Body Talk on myself every day. And I sometimes I, I use it on children I work with too. And it calms them right down. And, you know, those uh, with the Body Talk, how was it? A couple of years ago, I was at um, this group session and this lady came in and she had just, what was it? Oh, she had um, a stroke and she was in her 20s and she came into the group body talk session, sort of like hang, limping basically. And I said, oh, maybe you should be going home. And she goes, no, I wanted to come and, and be with the group body talk session. So I said, okay, um, but if you feel like you need to go because of medical, just go home, right? But then I started tapping out her cortices, which is one of the techniques in the body talk system. And like I started on her and I worked on just tapping out, balancing the brain and balancing the cortices. And within like five minutes, she started to sit up and she said that um, you could see her wakening up and her brain was like waking up and she started to speak. And after about 20 minutes, she actually got up with no issues. And like it just completely balanced her brain back in into um, synchronization, just using the cortices, which is a very powerful technique. That's Body great. Talk. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. Um, you know, some of us may not even know this. What What is the difference between ADHD and autism? Hmm. Autism is more of a. Um, hmm. It's like a developmental. I don't, I'd like, I don't, it's more of a developmental disorder. It's just like, they have different, well, the way I see it, right, it's just all different ways of processing. These children have ADHD and autism, like sometimes children with autism aren't able to, they often have um, problems at communicating or expressing their emotions or being able to regulate, self-regulate themselves because they haven't 
got that learning inside of themselves, but it can be taught. I mean, you do need to have a lot of intervention. Um, and then the ADHD is often more of a focus issue where they aren't able to, you know, they have attention deficits, so they're able to sit for a few minutes and then, you know, off they're, they're off task, which is also, it's a way, it's a way their brain processes too, right? But these are all gifts, you know? I mean, if you can use them at an energetic level. Yeah, so they're they're just really wired differently, aren't they? Exactly, exactly yeah. what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, we're going to have to take a break and pick mm-hmm. up on our different wiring on the other side. <laughs> Chris and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this commercial break, so you stay right there. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Don't go away. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, 
interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org, bringing leading-edge information supporting the path to enlightenment. We're speaking with certified body talk practitioner, Chris Spicer. Her website, infinitebodytalk.org. Chris, we were talking about um, um, the the difference between ADD and ADHD and autism. The the rise in incidences of ADHD and ADHD and autism uh, it, is that indication that children are actually developing more sensitivity to subtle energies. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. In general, I mean, I've seen a lot of increase in children. Just everyone <laughs> in their sensitivities to energy and things. So, yeah. What yeah. do you think is causing this? I mean, at this time in in history, you know, could be definitely the raising of the frequencies of the energy of the planets having an effect, and you know, sometimes it could be, you know, I don't know. It's just like there is a big awakening, and I feel that these children are here though to awaken us. They're functioning at a very high level of um, spirituality. A lot of the autistic kiddies and and also the ADHD kiddies too, because it's like on a conscious level, they're very aware and psychic and awake and they'll get bored easily too. So that's another problem that uh, I see with a lot of these kiddies too. Like a lot of issues come out with that. <laughs> well, I, I understand many autistic children have trouble with traditional communication. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you find the children with autism to be more telepathic? And you started touching in on that. How, how do they communicate differently? Hmm. I found both ADHD children and autistic children to be quite telepathic, but actually I've had more telepathic experiences with children on the autism um, spectrum, especially um, children who I've had a connection with. And it seems like, they seem to be, what I found with their connections being very different is that they're coming from a very unconditional love, in fact, because I think that's misunderstood because sometimes people think, oh, gosh, I'm autistic and they have they aren't able to communicate on a verbal level, but on an energetic level, when, I'm, when I tune into them, when I'm working with them, they're very, like, very unconditional loving, very caring. They don't have the means of the words to express and communicate how they're feeling. And I think that creates a lot of issues for a lot of people. Um, but also a lot of them have a psychic ability and a connection to spirituality, which is amazing. Like one child I worked with years ago and um, he had autism and Tourette's and he was like 14 years old. And I was volunteering um, in the in some women's hospital with his and his mum was sick and he wanted to help out and this kitty was just amazing he wanted to help out giving his mum reiki treatment and he could see the energy and he's saying to me like i could see the rate the blue and silver energy coming out your hands and i'm like oh my goodness and it was just beautiful like it was such a gift to be able to work with 
his mother as he was working with his mother at the same time too and he said how much he loved her and he was crying his eyes and it was just really touching that these beings who and he had severe behaviors and everything right and he was totally misunderstood in Tourette's and but on an energy level it was just like he was totally aware and totally awake and very loving and yeah it was just a gift what what can we learn about developing uh, telepathy from these children it's it's to be open-minded with the and to not have to feel because what i felt is that when i've gone into situations or with kiddies who aren't able to communicate on a verbal level often they feel guarded because they're being judged because they're not communicating the typical way right of the verbal communication but the non-verbal communication is equally as you know important and just what I found is that being able open to them and allowing to connect with them on the loving level of the heart and gaining their trust can really help to open up and connect with them on a telepathic level. How, how much do you think that's also being able to watch uh, their body language and yeah, that's how they're exactly, moving? Yeah, yeah. Could you speak to that a little bit? Um, yeah. how, do you, how do you work with that? Yeah, because... Um, yeah, that's exactly a lot of it is too, that you're able to read the energy. Um, that's what I found over the years working with these um, children is that you get to know, you could sort of read their energy and how they're feeling before something happens. And, and the ultimate thing is, I mean, it doesn't always happen that way, is to be able to read their energy and sort of get not get them into that place where they'd have their meltdown, but be able to go and sort of comfort them energetically and just give them some time to themselves or whatever they need and be able to read like oh gosh I could see that they're feeling this right now a bit tense or anxious or agitated and just sort of and I've done that too like I've been able to sit there and like if something happened to a child or teacher what did it's like the child all of a sudden like completely contracted and went oh and like I'm like and then the child it's sometimes it's nice not to have to use words because it's like on an energy level I connect to the heart it's like it's okay I just send them peace and then I just say it's okay and then just like smile at them and not even say anything and I could feel them completely like melt and just relax again so they wouldn't sort of getting them out of that place of like agitation and things because it's good it's great to be able to read their energy and then sort of <laughs> they're able well, to I sort of I know our, our nonverbal friends, like, you know, our dogs and various ones that yeah. a lot of us work with very closely, particularly if you're working with service dogs, canine dogs, et cetera, oh. et cetera. Um, they totally communicate with body language and that sort of thing. Totally. How can we become more conscious of body language in order to better be present for our uh, gifted children? Yeah. Yeah. I think it all starts with our own awareness of how we are feeling and because if we are able to connect our own awareness of like right now I'm not feeling happy or right now I'm feeling you know sad or whatever it starts with our awareness and then then we can sort of as we become more aware we're able to become more aware of how they're feeling does it work in the other direction? Like we become more aware of how we're feeling. We can also recognize how we're feeling is impacting them. Yes, it totally it does. It's a two-way thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
because then as you become more aware of your energy and how you're feeling you're more aware of like well if I'm feeling like this right now it's going to impact that child like if I'm feeling grumpy and that's okay we're human right or if we're feeling angry or whatever's happening it's like okay it's not okay right now to go in there because I mean I've had this happen too where you know it's like you're working with the child and it's just like the you know you're so tired and it's like oh gosh I, I just you know I and I could feel my energy just like I've got to back off and give myself space because I'm tired I'm honoring how I'm feeling and then going back in because it will have a direct impact on that child right now. Can a, can this feedback loop start between parent and child or teacher and child where child gets upset parent gets upset child oh, gets more upset parent gets yeah, more upset yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I think I think I've seen that a lot. I think we've all, any of us that have been parents, you don't have to be working with special gifted children to see that. How can we break up that cycle? You know, it's that thing of like, and it's a constant learning thing, right? Even for me too. I mean, I'm still human, and <laughs> even though I practice Reiki and everything, I still have, you know, things happen too. So, um, but it's just having that awareness of like, oh, oh, you know, it's. I've sometimes when I I could feel myself getting into that one time I was working with a child and they were just like, it was like, it was going, what it, what I call it is like going into that power battle place. It's, that's what I call it. And it was like, I was sort of, I know that I shouldn't have done, but you do sometimes, right? Because if you're tired, having an off day, you can go into that place. And this child years ago was sort of like, trying to like go me to like say this to me and I'm like I ignored her I ignored her I know no and finally I'm like I just sort of snap back and I'm just like oh now I'm getting into this power battle so I just had to ask step back and bring somebody else in to sit with that child was because then it was like it was going into this power battle place so I had to back off and just bring myself back into a calmer place and more like um happier place and then more in, in in a loving place and then when I I then said to the other person oh I'm, I'm feeling better now and then I could go back in and calm the child down and the child was okay so it's just like knowing when you go into those power struggle places because we all do <laughs> that's that you know it's like energetically it's like you did this and you did this and it's just like being able to back off and like take a couple of deep breaths I found deep breathing really helps too like taking a few deep breaths and or doing so something. It sounds like it's going to require a lot of introspection, doesn't it? You really need to know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because, yeah, you do need to know yourself and your reactions and how much you can take and knowing that, okay, I've hit my place of like, I can't, I need to back off right now and give myself a break. And, you know, it's honoring how you're feeling. It's being able to sort of connect. Yes, yeah, it really is being able to honor how you're feeling and knowing yourself totally. And well, that like, is a total, that's a total different approach for ourselves and for the children then, isn't it? It because is. Because what we've been taught growing up is you stuff your feelings, you behave, you follow this uh, particular protocol of behavior, and that, that isn't honoring ultimately. No, it isn't. No. You know, so these, these kids are having trouble with that, aren't they? We all are. <laughs> yeah. Boy, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are having real issues with that. Yeah, you know, because it's like, you know, once we're acting one way, but it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not honoring either, right? No, it isn't honoring at all, no. Yeah. No. 
so we end up with a backlog. <laughs> well, it's time for an, another commercial pause. Crass um, and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xedbn.net. Stay there. We'll be right back. here and they've been here for thousands of years making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the National Security State. All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's Assassination Records Review Board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through Trinday.com or Amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. Love to get your emails. You can email us at info at missionevolution.org. Our special guest this hour is Cress Spicer. Her website, infinitebodytalk.org. Cress, we were touching in on something earlier that I'd like to get into more. And you mentioned that the, the frequency on the planet or the energy on the planet is raising. Mm. Why is that happening at this time? Hmm. Well, it seems that it's been predicted over the years that this was going to be happening. It's like we're going into the age of Aquarius, which is a higher level of consciousness. And the planets are all aligning with that too. It's like in the next couple of years, a lot of the planets will be going into an Aquarius, which is the age of Aquarius, which is the age of the higher consciousness. And also like on the planets, the, the you know, the earth, the, the energy in the earth is also raising up too. So as this happens, everybody is affected on the planet. 
even as I mean, I'm totally being affected by the energies. Like if I'm very sensitive to energy, so I feel it all happening, and I have to be aware. You know, I have to ground a lot and go out into nature, and yeah. So, is the increase in ADHD and autism an indication of our deteriorating environment, or signs of evolution? Hmm. <laughs> could be both. <laughs> yeah, it could be both. I mean. I've known over the years some children like come in to work to see me for body talk sessions who've been infected by environmental effects such as like vaccines and you know birth traumas and things like that or issues that have gone on and yeah so I, I think it can be a combination of that and also like the higher frequencies that are coming into the planet right now which is wonderful I mean it's I mean, I love that that this is happening, that we're all shifting up to a higher level of awareness. Well, I understand that the, you know, that the um, vaccines and that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, has either been disproved or certainly hasn't mm -hmm. been proved. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any new studies on that? I haven't actually, no. No, I haven't either. No, it's so, me quiet. <laughs> yeah. So you were talking about how children with ADD and ADHD and autism are impacted by the personal energy of others. Are they also impacted by group energy? Yes, yes, definitely group energy as well. Yeah, I mean, sometimes um, children with the, especially with the autism and the ADHD too, they they may have sensory overload um, in their ears. And often what I, I've noticed is they have, some may have extremely sensitive hearing and this can really affect them being with large groups of children or large groups of people because they get overstimulated. And sometimes what I've seen is that when I work the, with kiddies in the school board, we'll often put a pair of headphones on them so they can actually not get that overstimulation and from their environment and get then which can may lead to some behaviors and things but also on top of that they are picking up on the energy of you know whatever's happening sometimes you know when you've got a big group of children in there and it's which is great I mean it's great to be excited and things but then sometimes it can go over the edge and not be they're not able to bring themselves back and then they may you know have a few behaviors with that and they yeah you know, they I'm wondering I'm wondering how much it has to do with order and chaos because I used to do drum circles for uh, head start programs yeah. and so I, I worked with quite a few autistic and ADHD children what yeah. amazed me is I had this great big mother drum that set up on a stand yeah and to every time I go to different schools or this or that the little uh, autistic kids would climb underneath the drum <laughs> <laughs> and just like they were absorbing this steady beat. And, and uh, the teachers would look at them like they were crazy because they were so used to them being sensitive. So Aww. I wonder how much it has to do with order and chaos. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Order and chaos. Yeah, because you know how they can be like that too. Like they're very... A lot of them are very um, specific, very obsessive about things. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, some of them like chaos, some of them don't. So, yeah, it just depends on the child. Yeah. Wow, that's cool how you do that. And the climb under the drum? Yeah. I, it just amazed me. I mean, yeah. what are you doing under there? Um, I, I, I was concerned that it would be too much for them, and instead they were just drawn to it. That's so, awesome. yeah. So, how can a family be more conscious of their combined personal energy and its effect on their artistic family member? What would be ideal is the um, 
is to sort of start the day if you've got some autistic kiddies and things is to i would be nice if you could do some sort of like mindfulness or meditation together and setting the energy for the day that way like in a loving way or in a calm and peaceful way and then you know that sort of could set the tone for the child well where we get up and grab a power bar and run out the door and drink our coffee that's probably not a good way to start (laughs) no it isn't no i mean i know it's hard sometimes for families and parents to to find that time in the morning and things and to you know it's easier said than done but uh, in the ideal world, it'd be nice if we can all sort of connect and, you know, start the day off in a sort of a calm, energetic place and then a loving place, especially with the kiddies being so, you know, sensitive right nowadays. What can ADD, ADHD and autism teach us about spiritual evolution? It can teach us, like, what I've noticed when I've been with these kiddies is that they have a very deep connection to the spirituality and connection to energy and connection to the universe and connection to unconditional love. I've like I've had some amazing experiences of what you know when I've been in the energy of some of the autistic kiddies, just like my heart's just opened up like and burn with their energy, their unconditional love, but they weren't able to express how they were feeling. Um, So, you know, it's a real gift I found over the years working with these kiddies to be able to telepathically, I've opened, you know, I've learned from them on a telepathic level, on a, you know, learning how to be more sensitive to ourselves too. Like they've taught me a lot about that and about intuition, how we can connect to our intuition. And how to be, I've found a lot of unconditional acceptance and love with these kiddies. Just really beautiful children. You know, I'm glad you brought up this, you know, open heart and unconditional love. Because our society's really kind of lost that. And I know that when I drop in, you know, open my heart, it's sometimes it's very painful because it's kind of coarse out there because people have lost contact with their heart. How much do you think their natural heart connection is driving them uh, into overload? Mm, probably a lot actually <laughs> yeah because if you're not in your heart and that's where a lot of the feeling and the awareness comes through too because if you're always up in the head and in the mental realms and not in the body and in the heart and the lower chakras and sort of more in the being place is what I call it then you know it's like you're missing out on a whole lot of things you're always in that upper doing 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 place and nodding more in the being and allowing the loving spiritual place of the feminine side so that if these children are coming in with more heart connection they're mm-hmm. kind of coming in alone in this society aren't they I, they are they are they are but i think that's part of the um mission too is to open up people more to their open heart you know unconditional love right and to open people to more unconditional acceptance of themselves and to their connection to universe or God or whoever that is. Yeah. Do you find that the people get triggered around these these children because they are feeling things that other people are avoiding? Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, some of them I've seen get triggered for sure. I've seen quite a few, like what I've seen too is sometimes when I've worked in the school and, you know, it's like 
the other staff have got triggered and then the child gets triggered and then it's just like it's one big triggering right so unless you actually be more aware of yourself right and being able to sort of get step out of that place and just coming into more of a loving place then otherwise you're triggered getting more easily triggered and then round and round we go yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah Chris, what, what's your vision for the future of children with ADD, ADHD, and autism? I'd love them to be, like, accepted as they are and not, because really it's just, it's just a different way of seeing things for a lot of these kiddies, right? It's just they have a more open mind, more broad mind. They see things outside of the box. They see things, they see things that different perceptions and different ways of being and doing things that, you know, and different ways of communicating, like energetically in all levels that aren't accepted to us, aren't acceptable. You know, you're meant to get your degree and do schoolwork and do this and do that. And it's like, then this is unusual for people. So it'd be nice if we can actually be able to include them and embrace them and be more open to their to their blessings they've got a lot of blessings to give us all they do don't they just beautiful things they're bringing they yeah totally <laughs> yeah well i i personally feel blessed that they're among us and um and i thank you so much for opening our eyes to the blessing that these children are bringing thank you as always time has flown and i'm afraid we're out of it but <laughs> chris thanks so much for coming on the show yeah you're welcome i thank you for our guest this hour has been Chris Spicer, a Reiki master teacher, certified body talk practitioner, and certified body talk access trainer. Her training with children includes NNEB, Nursery Nursing Diploma. Her website, infinitebodytalk.org. Remember to join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up on missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network www.xzbn.net Join us next time as this mission continues bringing information, resources, and support to an evolving world. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.